Sometimes it feels like the sun will never rise, like the birds will never sing again. That's right. When you don't know what to do, you just got to keep on breathing. From the City of Angels in Los Angeles and the Big Apple in New York City, welcome to all my listeners out there in Radio Land. I'm Dave, the caregiver's caregiver at caregiverdave.com, along with my lovely co-host, Adrian Gruberg at thecaregiverspace.org, coming to you live and on demand 24-7, on 21 global audio and video platforms, including, are you ready? iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, <laughs> SoundCloud, HealthyLife.net, Vimeo, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, MixCloud, Listen Notes, Blueberry, Player FM, Podcast.com, VIP Internet Radio, TuneIn.com, Facebook Live, Owl's Tale, YouBook, CastBox, and, of course, CaregiverDave.com. And we're proud to be voted number one caregiver podcast of the top 50 on Player FM and one of the top six best podcasts by Caring.com, as well as number three podcast out of thousands of caregiver podcasts on Feedspot. And we have an exciting show planned for you today, don't we, Adrian? Yes, we do. It's even more exciting than our normal exciting show because today <laughs> we have Ambassador of Joy. Barry Shore. We need a little. (laughs) We need a lot. (laughs) Before we get started, I want to take this moment to thank my last week's guest, Carol Edmondston. And she's an author, speaker, pioneer in teaching how the creativity of doodling improves the quality of life through weaving a connection between mind, body, and spirit. That's right. Doodling can make you a better caregiver. And just a reminder, you can watch or listen to that interview and all our interviews on our membership website, caregiverdave.com, or any of the other 21 global platforms that I mentioned earlier. All right, and enough of that. The time has come. Welcome to the show, Barry. So excited, excited, <laughs> not just excited, excited to have you on. You good there? day, beautiful, oh, no. bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Now, how can I say that everybody, the tens of thousands of people around the world listening, are all good-looking? Because if you tuned in to this broadcast, this podcast, with wonderful Dave and Adrian, definition, you are always looking for and finding the good. That's a good-looking person. <laughs> always looking for and finding the good. And we have good in abundance today with these amazing beings, these people who care about giving, the essence of life, giving. Aren't, don't you just miss him, Adrian? We had him on the yes, show I last do, year. But I, but I always have his cards in front of me. Yeah. So, and what and do I, those cards get, say, Adrian? What do they say? I get mail from Barry every oh. now and then. I know. He's constantly <laughs> mailing us stuff. And what do those cards say, wonderful Adrian? What do they Tell say? Tell everybody. Oh, what does the wait, card say? They're right over here. Oh. Hold oh, on. She doesn't have them memorized. Oh, boy. They, well, everyone you meet is fighting Ooh, a battle you yes. know nothing about. And then the back of that card Smile. reads... 
seeing miracles in life every day. I love that. Wow. Be kind always. And I think I gave away the last of the third one. Uh, what was the third one, Barry? <laughs> oh, we have several third ones. Um, did I tell you today how much I appreciate you? Yes, that's the one. That's the other one that I have. Which, is, by the way, is the essence. That, what a great segue, because that's the essence, I think, about what your show is and what people are doing, especially in the midst of a pandemic. A pandemic. But before, but before you get to that, Barry, oh, I always okay. have the first question. I ask, who the heck is Barry Shore, and why did God place him on this earth? Now, I could read to you the 32-page intro that my mother, who's in heaven, has written and sent down to us, but I'll make it very short. Barry Shore is, as you said, the ambassador of joy, and I have been sent to this terrestrial place called Earth from another star, another planet, for one reason only to share with people that under all circumstances, under all vicissitudes, one can live in joy daily. And we prove it in three wonderful ways. These are the fundamentals that I bring to life. Number one, da -dun, da -da, life <laughs> has purpose. Everybody's life has purpose. Number one. Number two, the corollary, the result of that is that when you know you have purpose, you can go mad. Woo! What does that mean, go mad? Mad is a great acronym. I love look, working with acronyms. We'll do a lot of them during the show. MAD is an acronym that stands for go make a difference. And talk about caregiving. That's the ultimate in making a difference. That's what going mad is. So if life has a purpose, you can go mad. And one of the best ways of going mad and having purpose is to uncover the secrets, the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms. Simple example. Um, Adrian just taught us one. Smile. She has a card that reads S-M-I-L-E. Smile. Everybody loves smile. But what does it stand for? Smile is an acronym that stands for... Drum roll, fanfare, da -dun, da -da. seeing miracles in life every day. Now, invariably, and we all do this because we're, we're speakers, and whether we have an audience of 50 people or 5,000, which I re recently had, by the way, on, <laughs> on this, wow. this kind of stuff that we have, you know, these, um, what do you call it, uh, zooms and blue jeans and all kinds of things. So in the audience, people putting up questions and that, the most common question was when I said that is people said, hey, I've been up for hours every day. I haven't seen any miracles. And I ask, are you here? Can you hear? Can you see? Do you have water to drink? Do you have food to eat? Do you have friends? Do you have family? Do you have a place to stay? <gasps> Miraculous. You know why? Because a million plus people didn't get out of bed this morning. They died. Ah! And a lot of people can't use their limbs. A lot of people can't speak, like my so, wife. Look, okay, so let's take a look. Barry Shore has bona fides when he talks about this, because why? September 17, 2004, 15 and a half years ago, I'm standing up in the morning, hale and hearty, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, faster than a speeding bullet, and that evening, I'm in the hospital, paralyzed my neck down. I became what's called a quadriplegic in a matter of hours, and it was not for an automobile accident or a spinal injury. It was 
rare disease that happens to be called Guillain-Barre syndrome, French polio, that took over my body and attacked my uh, autonomous nervous system and rendered me completely, totally paralyzed. All I could do was move my mouth, which I still do. Uh, but the point is <laughs> that, thank God, over the ensuing decade and a half, I managed to get back some of my faculties so that today, after being in hospital four and a half months and in a bed in my own home for two years, I couldn't turn over by myself, four years in a wheelchair, a year and a half with braces on both my legs, from my hips to my ankles, and that was progress. Thank God today I'm vertical and ambulatory, albeit with the help of a six and a half foot walking wand made right. for me by a Zen master. You remember that, right, Adrian Day? I, I call it the do. Rod of Moses. Yeah, Barry Shaw inherited the Rod of Moses. It and, never went and away. You, uh, you only got back uh, some of your faculties, huh? Right. Well, the mental ones my wife still argues about, but the physical ones, <laughs> yeah. So I'm a, I'm a tripod, basically, and uh, but the, I still can't walk up a stair by myself or a curb, and I have help. I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. I know about caregivers because I live with two of them. One is a hired one, and the right. other, my wife said, I wish I was fired, but she can't, um, is my wife of 44 years, thank God. So I live with caregiving. I am a recipient, so I can speak about it. I also try to be a caregiver in the sense that I try to be sensitive to the people that are giving to me, because without them, yes. I'm not functional. I can't, I can eat. But I can't prepare anything. I can't really walk much. I can swim. We'll talk about that later. I got to share with you one thing that just happened. So when I share with people, can you do all those things? Yeah, that's miraculous. I, I couldn't get out of bed for years. Matter of fact, it still takes me 10 minutes to get out of bed today. The fact that I can even move anything is great. It takes me 10 minutes to get out of bed every day. <laughs> yeah, but you do it because you're, you're applying all of your wonderful cold creams and things because you're beaming. Oh. <laughs> and you just want to make sure that the world sees the most beautiful Adrian possible <laughs> with that fabulous smile. So again, smile. I have to share with you, my eight-year-old niece comes over to me two weeks ago and says, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile S M I E L? And uh -huh. I thought about it. smile, smile. I said, why not? I said, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. Right. Ah! Out of the mouth of babes. Isn't that wonderful? That's how touching it is. When you begin to learn how to see clearly, Miraculous miracles. I was sharing with Dave the word the word miracle itself, and we should think about this in today's world. Miracle, you can use the same letters and rearrange them and come out to two words. I'm clear. Mm. I'm clear. Because what is a miracle designed to do? It's to give you clarity in life. Wow, that was miraculous. <gasps> it's clear now. There is purpose. I can make a difference in the world. I can see clearly now the clouds are gone. <laughs> yeah. And Dave, of course, is in San Francisco with, you know, that beautiful city of, it's actually hey, the city hey, of Sicily. Hey, 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 I'm no. in Los Angeles. Oh, you're in Los Angeles. Angels. Yes, I'm sorry. I thought you were in, uh, I put you in, in San Francisco because you have a yes, San Francisco no vibe. <laughs> Got a vibe. <laughs> 
it's the vibe, baby. You gotta, you gotta, mmm, vibe, love. Vibe. I'll work on that vibe. By the way, love, love is a great acronym. It stands for living on vibrant energy. Living on vibrant energy. When you are in the vibrational plane, then all things that happen come about and get lived in a wonderful way. And by the way, life is a great acronym. Life stands for living inspirationally for eternity. Because when your life has a purpose and you go mad, you're making a difference. You are impacting another human being eternally because we are eternal beings. We're not just here for 120 years, which is very nice because everything that you do has ramifications in the universe. And I can give you a proof of it, by the way. Barry, if you're touching something, stop it because it's making this humming sound. Yes, that. Oh, it's banging yeah. on your desk, I think. Stop that. It was humming, great. So I want to give a proof to the, this whole idea about being able to influence the world. Uh, we're all adults on this, so I can, I'm going to speak adult language. I use four-letter <laughs> words, by the way, a lot. Live, life, give, free, grow. <laughs> By the way, speaking of free, everybody should know, you, you, may I say my website because it's really something wonderful. Of course. Of course. Okay. I want to ask permission first. So the website is www, which stands for, of course, what a wonderful world. <laughs> www.barryshore.com. B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. And this is just for caregivers. It's designed purposely for you, even though thousands of others use it also. You can take the free test, which is determines what color is your stress. What? Because mm. everybody has stress. What color? There are colors, huh? Stress. And you'll You're find the king out. of analogy, of, uh, yeah. of uh, acronyms, I should say. Acronyms. acronyms. Now, I'm going to give you yes. two acronyms of stress in just a moment because we have to be cognizant of time. But I want to share with you some adult language. We're all aware of something called the butterfly effect, right? You have millions of butterflies that make migration down to the Andes Mountains, and they're literally against the side of the mountains. Millions and millions and millions of butterflies. And the butterfly effect is when a butterfly flaps its wings, that motion can be measured supposedly halfway around the world. In other words, it affects the ecosystem. That's mm -hmm. the concept of the butterfly. And we all accept that as real, correct? I do. Hello, everybody. Yeah. We're I, human. I just, I just heard that for the first time because I'm, I'm sheltered. Oh, well, Adrian, Adrian is <laughs> not you. only... Rec yes, not only recognize she's, she's well giving me a bronze chair, but maybe with her hands. <laughs> yeah. so, so she second the emotion. It's true. You can look it up, Dave. So if okay. that is true of a butterfly <clears throat> flapping its wings, which is not a sentient being, imagine the power of a sentient being doing something positive in life, giving care for someone else bringing food for someone else, giving someone else a smile, giving encouragement to someone else. These things literally light up the world. They make a difference. You can go mad on a regular basis. <laughs> I am mad and I'm happy. Because when yes. you smile, when you sing, sing is a great four-letter word. 
by the way, so before we go to the stress, uh, before we go to the stress, before we go to the commercial break, I want to share with everybody because the, the, the topic for this show, as you've told everybody, is stress kills. Joy heals. <laughs> everybody recognizes that stress is not good. <clears throat> Except there is an aspect of stress that's positive, but stress is a killer. It's the hub of the wheel. But stress is an amazing acronym. You ready, everybody? You don't have to write it down because you'll listen again and share this with other people. Stress, S-T-R-E-S-S, stands for stomach-turning reality, enabling self-sabotage. Ah! I like Dave it. had a stomach turning reality <laughs> but he didn't enable it to do self-sabotage because the other way of looking at stress is stomach turning reality same situation enabling mm -hmm. self soaring self success dave and his wondrous wife had a stomach turning reality i had a stomach turning reality it's what you do with it that makes all the difference. Right. So when you recognize it, if you allow it to, it will kill you. <clears throat> if you utilize the energy that exists in it, remember energy from a butterfly, energy from a human, when you use the energy called joy, the stress doesn't kill, it energizes, enables you not only to not just get through a situation, but to become an advocate for self and others. Look what Dave and Adrian are doing. They are advocating caregivers for touching millions of people around the world. Thank you. I have a question for you when you, uh, when you take a breath. I have a question for you. <laughs> are you ready? Yes. First of all, uh, this just came into my head. Don't be sad. Get mad. Yeah! <laughs> Dave is feeling, see? He's feeling the power. All right, now the question. Yes. Does Barry Shore ever have a bad day or complains about anything or ever feel sorry for himself like many caregivers do? Be honest. I'm going to give you a simple answer. When we come back from the break, I'll give you a complex answer. The simple All answer right. is no. I haven't had a bad day since I was 12 years old. <laughs> and I'm 72 now. That must have been a really bad day at 12. It was a difficult day. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly why it turned into a life-changing event for the positive. Thank you for watching The Clock. So we are going to go on a break. We'll be right back. Don't go away. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words, Overcoming Unbelievable Hardships, is about Charlene, a stroke survivor. Back in 1996, Charlene was a healthy, normal, very active 52-year-old woman whose amazing talents resemble that of both a Martha Stewart and a Wonder Woman. But all that changed when she suffered a massive stroke that left her severely speech-impaired and paralyzed on the right side. Who am I? My name is David. I've had the privilege of being Charlene's husband since 1975. We had a wonderful, fairy tale, storybook-like courtship that culminated in our marriage a year later. Charlene had just come out of a marriage where after 10 years, she received two black eyes and a broken nose by her former husband when he came home high on speed. Charlene believed in no second chances of any kind for abuse, so she left. 
Finding herself all alone in the world with her five and ten-year-old daughters, Cynthia Lorraine and Deborah Lynn, she started raising them by herself for the next two years. Then fate brought us all together. After falling in love with Charlene, Cindy, and Debbie, our love then produced Rebecca Elizabeth. We had a wonderful, normal life for the next 20 years. But today, things are very different for everyone. How about the reaction of nine-time Grammy and Devil Award recipient, the godfather of contemporary gospel Christian music, Andre Crouch? Charlene just won't let the promises of God go, and she has not let her circumstances get in the way of her faith. She's not just a survivor, she's more than a conqueror, as the Bible states. You'll be encouraged by her testimony, regardless of what you're going through. Available everywhere. And we're back with our guest, Barry Shore, the ambassador of joy. Joy. My lovely co-host, Adrian Gruberg. I'm Dave Nassan. You're on the Caregiver Dave Show. And Barry was going to give us a complicated answer on why he never has a bad day, why he never complains about anything, and why he never feels sorry for himself. All traits of a caregiver. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. And again, I am intimately involved with caregivers, intimately in one sense, because my wife of 44 years is my primary caregiver, a dear friend has become a dear friend named uh, the captain, we call him, Stephen, is my caregiver since the day I left the hospital on January 13th, 2005. That's my birthday, January 13th, you know. Yes. But this year is 2020. 15 years he's been my caregiver. And I was just a bunch of protoplasm when we left the hospital. (laughs) I I would guess that you are not the most easy person to caregive. You, your guess can be substantiated by many people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised either. Right. One of the reasons why is because I am unrelenting in certain things. So you, the, the more, instead of saying a complicated answer, I'm going to give a little more co- nuanced, complex answer. So, okay. no, I don't have bad days. Why? One simple reason. Everybody, just hear the reason. One simple reason. I'm alive. <laughs> you can't get better. I'm alive. The fact that I can get out of bed at all, even though it takes 10 minutes, the fact that I can move a limb, the fact that I can pick up a fork and put food in my mouth. I couldn't do that for you. But now I'm going to astound everybody in the course of gaining back some of my physical faculties again we'll put aside the mental ones again of hmm. course of gaining back some of my physical faculties being using aquatic therapy means being in water being put in a swimming pool as it were and having people walk work my muscles again over the course mm-hmm. of a year or two or three um i gained back the motor skills to put my arms over my head my mm. legs still sank, so we had to put floaties, flotation devices on my legs to keep them up. And we had a flotation device around my tummy to keep me up. But my arms were over, I could move over my head. And in the course of doing that, one day I would move 25 yards, 50 yards, et cetera, et cetera. I just, I am unrelenting, as I said. I swam a mile on my back, mm. outdoors, in a heated pool, in Los Angeles, California, 
And it took me 97 minutes, but I didn't stop. Back and forth, back and forth. 97, I swim a mile. Now, that was more than a decade ago. Wow. I said, like, do that one. Wow. That's a wow. By the way, wow is, stands for words of <laughs> wisdom or words of wonder. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, I, I want to take one at a time here because yes. what about those people out there who are not happy that they are alive they are in chronic pain or they have dementia and they can't remember things and they just want to go home like et what do you say to those people i say three things number one i love you deeply it is painful to be in chronic pain i was there number two I urge everybody, through the decades, that the two decade and a half that I've been in the quadriplegic category, no longer now, I'm just a paraplegic uh, by definition, but even prior to that, when I was working with my full physical and mental abilities and giving out Keep Smiling cards around the world, and by the way, <laughs> more than two million Keep Smiling cards have been given out around the world for free, 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 another wow. four-letter word. Yeah, that's a while. <laughs> I urge everybody, go to the site, barryshore.com, and not only take the stress test, what is the color of your stress? Every caregiver should do it. Every care recipient should do it. What color is your stress? And then sign up for the free, F-R-E-E, -E, 11 strategies for living in joy daily. What you get is the following. You get the strategy, and this, let's call one of the strategies happens to be don't complain, don't blame. Ah, that's a strategy for life, not just in the caregiving world. That's a strategy for life. Don't complain, don't blame. That's the headline in a couple of words. Then you have a three-minute video of me, moi, <laughs> talking about that in depth. Now, for those people who want to be gluttons for goodness, we have a whole online course. You can go in and you can have me for an hour. Okay, with that, we have to charge for it because that's what we do. But mm. the point is that the 11 strategies are all outlined. You get a three-minute video of me and, it, and with practices, tips, and tools. So for those people who are in pain, have dementia, suffer, I urge you, you can reduce mitigate i don't certainly not going to eliminate the stress in your life by bringing more joy and the way to do that in the following i urge everybody to do this there's one word that defines the joy of living and that word is giving turn mm. yourself into a giver how yes. do you once one one of the ways of doing it is order the the Keep Smiling cards, they're free. You have to pay for shipping. Or go onto the website, click the Keep Smiling button. You can email cards to people all over the world in 27 languages for free. In other words, become a cog, I call it. Everybody knows what a cog <laughs> is in a machine, right? But a yes. cog is a great acronym. You're going to say, Dave, Barry, what's the acronym? <laughs> cog stands for Channel of Goodness. Become a mm. conduit of goodness. Become a child of God. By giving, 
You see, when you use the 11 strategies for living in joy daily, you literally open up the twin channels, the twin channels of giving and receiving. Being a caregiver is an enormously stress-filled project, job, environment. There's no question about it. By the same token, if you learn how to open up yourself and become not just a caregiver, but enable yourself to become a recipient of love, and it, by the way, not simple, I'm talking about things that are not simple, but doable, then you open up the other, you unclog the drain. Remember that uh, commercial for Drano? You know, you had a clogged drain, you put the drain in, well, all of a sudden, you know, the stuff goes, huh? Well, there's clogging because these channels are, they're reciprocal. There's a giving channel and a, a receiving channel. They're not separate. They're literally part and parcel. They work together by using the 11 strategies, which are free, free. This is my gift to the world. I have been put on this planet for a reason. I'm here. I'm mad. I'm making a difference. <laughs> Go use it, please. I beg people, do this. When you do that and you think like that, guess what's going to happen? It will begin to materialize in your life. So on the site also, again, for free, I have two particular items that I think are of enormous benefit to all human beings all human beings in whatever state you can do this by the way because remember i was severely limited in even moving my arms let alone anything else in my body i teach people how to become a joy generator in 55 seconds hmm. in 55 seconds of this exercise hmm. you could become a joy generator now duh Right now, you have 183,922 people around the world listening to this, and five people, and everybody's going to share it five times. You're going to have influence a half a million people. Everybody should be doing this twice a day. 55 seconds you can invest in the world, not just yourself. Don't think about you. Think about the world, how to become a joy generator. That's one. The other thing is, I have a program. Ready for this one? This is a little longer. 94 seconds. 94 <laughs> seconds to learn how to become calm and aware. And it all revolves around one word. You want to hear the word? Is it joy? Close. Love? <laughs> Closer. The word is, and this is essential for caregivers, the word is listen. 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 Oh. L-I-S-T-E-N. Because here's a wonderful word. L-I-S. Yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to use the component parts of LISTEN. By the way, LISTEN is a good acronym. Of course. Locating Insightful, <laughs> Sustainable, Thoughtful Energy. <laughs> <laughs> Locating Insightful, Sustainable, Thoughtful Energy. But watch this. We're going to use the word LISTEN, and we're going to and move the E-N from the end of the word to the beginning of the word. We're going to enlist the quiet mind and again, in 94 seconds, I'm going to show you how to do this. And then you're going to move into, same letters, into the silent mind. Because listen and silent are the same letters. I teach you how to enlist the quiet mind, move into the silent mind, and therefore touch and utilize the positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant essence of you. Now, we're speaking today, Adrian and Dave and Barry, to not only <laughs> caregivers,
but to care recipients, right? Because yes. they're both part of the same equation. So it's imperative, in my humble opinion, imperative that caregivers learn how to be joy generators and learn how to access the positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant essence of their being in 94 seconds. And you do it twice a day, once before noon and once afternoon. And you do it for 11 days in a row. You do this for 11 days in a row, once before noon, once before afternoon, 94 seconds, you will transform your thought processes because thought is where the key is of life. Thought is the key to life. The mind manifesting, inspiring, noble deeds. That's the mind manifesting, inspiring, noble deeds. When you do that, you're going to transform your thoughts into positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant aspects. So if you do this as the caregiver and the care recipient does this, and again, it's free. It's right there on the site. Go get it. 94 seconds revolving around the word, listen, and list the quiet mind, move into the silent mind. Every human being can do this. I mean, I firmly believe that if you have a patient, someone that you're caring for and genuinely care for. They might be a very difficult patient, be angry, be impatient, not react to your being joyful. And, and they, may, they may take you for granted and they may not follow the 94 second. How do you have the caregiver enlist the carry to be part of this dance so first of all adrian uh, a huge thank you to you and to dave i'm doing it now i don't want to be remiss for inviting me onto your show i am deeply honored and humbled to be able to share with you and it's the second time we're together so i take it as a, a great honor that you're enabling me to share all this with people uh, because what you do is just so important to the world, truly important. And, and especially today with the pandemic and such, becoming much more aware. Uh, I want to tell you a story and then uh, talk to you about the idea of patience. So here's the story. It happened, a, it was probably about the second, maybe third week I was in the hospital. I was in the hospital, by the way, I said four and a half months, different hospitals. So again, uh, I use the term a little bit flippantly, but it's true. I was just protoplasm in the sense that I'm just there on the bed. And people, you want to do something with me, you pick me up, you move me around. You know, you right. can't sit me up, I can't, I can't sit up, I can't move, nothing. Okay, I'm paralyzed completely. I could barely speak even. My voice was compromised too, which is not usual for me. <laughs> <laughs> Unsettling, actually. Okay, so about the third week or so, and this particular nurse, happened to be a male nurse, had been working with me about three or four days, and he's wheeling me back to the room. They had run some tests on me. And I remember specifically, able on the back, I was looking up, and I could see it was, it was sort of uh, October, November. The, already the sun was setting, probably about 4.30, 5 o'clock. And he leans down, he stops the, the gurney, leans down, and he asks me, Mr. Shore, can I ask you a personal question? And I said, yes. He said, look, I'm a male nurse. This is my specialty, working with people who are paralyzed and such. 
I've never met anybody who's not angry and, and bitter. How come you're not angry or bitter? And I realized at that moment that he was asking me the great existential question, which is, why me? Why, God, did you do this to me? But I wasn't asking that. I wasn't even thinking like that. I wasn't. I was thinking, uh, I'm just a regular guy. <laughs> okay. I was standing up in the morning, hale and hearty. I had all the trappings, everything better call success with a wife and kids and, and um, money and all that. And now I'm, boom, paralyzed. What, what, what am I supposed to do? What's my purpose? What do you want me to do? I'm here to serve. Mm -hmm. And here's what gets amazing. I'm 55 years old at that time. I felt the greatest calm I had ever felt in my entire life. It didn't mean that I, oh, don't worry, Barry, you'll be up and running in about six months. Nothing like that. Just, I was calm. There was reason. There was purpose. Something was going to happen. Now, for me, decade and a half later, I can see 11 strategies for teaching people how to live in joy daily, teaching people about stress kills. Yes, but joy heals. So through all this in my abilities over months and years to gain some of my physical faculties, I came to grips with something that you mentioned, and you said it beautifully, Adrian, the word patient. Now, everybody knows, oh, if somebody's in the hospital, you're a patient. But where does the term patient come from? It comes from the word patience. In other words, in order to heal, and we're talking about mental, because everything begins with the mind. The body is an accessory. But the mind is the driver. And unless that happens, excuse me, unless and until that happens, then the body will be the driver and it will always be my difficulty. And when you own your difficulty, guess what? Ugh, stress kills the wicked witch of the West. <laughs> you can't do anything. Now it's 1.40. We need to go to a break. And we'll, on the right, on the other side of this, we're going to come right back. And I'll tell you a couple more stories that will curl your toes and make you say, yay, the Wizard of Oz. Curl your toes. All right. Thank you so much. We will be right back with Barry Shore and Adrian Gruberg, and I'm Dave Nassani on the Caregiver Dave Show. Don't go away. We are a community of caregivers that understands and supports you wherever you are in your journey. We are a place to connect with other caregivers, but more importantly, a place to get practical, actionable help. There are lots of ways for you to get support. First of all, you can download our welcome pack. This will get you started on your Thrive journey. Next, you can ask and get answers to your questions by posting them here in our private Facebook groups. You can also get live online support by attending one of our live weekly Connect webinars. You can get practical, actionable advice by listening to our weekly podcast. You can hear and read other stories about other caregivers' experiences. Plus, add your own in our weekly Share Your Story forum, posted every Tuesday in the Facebook group. You can access essential resources and download practical Thrive Solutions Packs, all of which are geared to help you thrive as a caregiver. You can get lifetime access to all of our resources. Again, we're here to support you and help you thrive. 
and to enjoy your life as a caregiver. And remember, this is a place to get hope, not just cope. And we're back with the Ambassador of Joy, Barry Shore, Adrian Guberg. I'm Dave Nassani, and you're on the Caregiver Dave Show. So, Barry, um, I want you to talk more about this coronavirus, uh, stay-at-home order. Uh, New York is like the epicenter. A lot of people are freaking out. A lot of people are worried, concerned. It's an invisible germ. They can't see it. A lot of people are coming to God or becoming more spiritual because they don't know what else to do. What are your thoughts on all of this stuff? Is 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 it from God? Can God use this? I mean, everybody's from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. Uh, some people say, "Oh, calm, we're overdoing it. You know, we're overreacting. We're destroying the economy. Uh, it's like you know, destroying the um, logging industry to save the spotted owl or something like that." What is your take on all this? <laughs> Thank you for asking. First of all, we just left our intrepid heroes with curled toes in the land of Oz. You remember that? Yeah, right. Now, oh. Oz is a great acronym. It stands for ongoing zest. That's what Oz is all about. So next time you hear Dr. Oz or anything like that, you'll know. Uh, Dr. Okay. Oz, I, I actually heard a little interview with him, and I think he had a an interesting and, and very important insight into this. Uh, the coronavirus is a another type of SARS in the sense that it's respiratory and such like that. And it's another type of, um, how should we say it, attack upon our system. I'm going to use two words. One is Latin, one is Greek. It's a virus, V-I-R-U-S, that's the Latin word meaning poison, that is attacking our hubris, H-U-B-R-I-S, which is Greek. The poison is attacking our hubris. What is hubris? Unprecedented pride. Because prior to this, let's go back all the way to March 1st. <laughs> no, we're in April now. March 1st, the world was great. The stock market was up. People were moving around. You know, New York City was buzzing. Everything was going. Nobody went and said, hey, God, you're great. We got a booming economy. Everybody's happy. It seems that people, like you said, turning to God went, ah, it's all going now. What God? Okay. So if you don't recognize God when things are booming, why are you looking at God when things are, are withering? But let's leave that aside because he or she is always there. And all, all he or she wants is for our benefit, by the way. So always think about that. But it's our hubris. Part of what's our hubris? Our hubris is, well, wait a minute. This is the year 2020 on this calendar. I mean, everybody, there are many, many other calendars around the world that uh, Jews have calendars, Muslims have calendars, Chinese have calendars, many other calendars around the world. But in our world, the industrialized world, and even, even first, World countries are somewhat first world in some part. Well, we don't do pandemics anymore like they did in 1918. Millions of people, no, that's not us. I mean, we know everything. We can handle everything. Well, guess what? We can't. This is life. This is what happens. Now, it's how we respond, not react. See, there's a big difference. Language is, is so critical. This has been called a pandemic. Now, in my humble opinion, it was a pandemic. It's two words put together, epidemic and panic. 
It's a panic about an epidemic. Panic is based in fear. Fear, everybody knows. Well, there's several def uh, acronyms of fear. One is I, that I like a lot um, is face. No, forget everything and run. <laughs> <laughs> and Another one. Evidence appearing real. Okay, we'll go to that one. The other yeah, fear is acronyms, yeah. face everything mm -hmm. and um, and rise. And the one I prefer most is what David just said, and that is false expectations appearing real. False. Expect no, the world will not end. Will there be sporting events again? Yes. We canceled March Madness. Ah! I know. Ah! <laughs> okay, there's no baseball. You're right. There isn't. You know something? It might, it might, might enter our consciousness that we're not eternal in the sense that we run the world. Is that good? Maybe. Is that humbling? Yes. But let's go back to your word you said before, Adrian, about patient. So one of the things that happened for me personally, again, when you're in a you're a quad state, you, you can't even sit up on the edge of a bed and sit up. <laughs> they put me on the edge of the bed. Guess what happens? I fall over. I had, I had, there was nothing in the body that would keep me up, just protoplasm. So they used to put me in a machine. It's called the standing machine. And by the way, they had to order one because they hadn't seen one in about 18 years in this particular wow. facility. Because they didn't, you know, people did just didn't get what I had. Okay. Uh, so they put me in a, what you call, you put a wheelchair, you put you into a machine, strap you in, and now you're vertical. You have to be vertical because they need to get my circulation going so I wouldn't faint uh -huh. or things like that. All right, right, so while I'm in the machine, and they try to keep mm. you in there 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, just to get you back to what other people call normal vertical and some uh, eventually the ability to ambulate. But being vertical, I created songs, which I like to do. So I was singing, I was thinking, and I became aware, guess what? I'm a patient, but I'm not just a patient. I really wanted to become a patient patient. Now, I am not by nature a patient patient, <laughs> but I also wanted to be a patient husband, a patient father, patient uncle, a patient brother. A patient employer, a patient, um, patient employee. I wanted to be a patient owner. I wanted to be a, a patient giver. I wanted to be a patient recipient. I, I, it went on and on. I had 23 different aspects of being patient. And what that meant in every one of the situations. So I was thinking, I want to let's talk about caregiving. One of the most difficult things for me when they finally got me into a car and because I, I don't try. You don't want me driving. I actually got my license back after being taken away after seven years. <laughs> so I can drive. I'm capable of it. But as my wife says, you know, send out an alert. Shores on the road. So I don't. But when you're when you're a passenger and you're a guy and you've been driving for half a century or more, what's the natural thing to do? How do you not speak up when someone else is driving? They don't drive like you. <laughs> You're not in control. Right. You want to be a patient passenger. You're looking for that break on the on the floorboard, and it's not Absolutely. there. Absolutely. <laughs> now, it happens to be, so it took me a decade for working with the captain. I call him the captain because he's the captain of my ship, which is my the, 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 uh, the car and everything that takes me around right. and such like that. So he's the captain. So I have learned. And took, this it took a decade to not criticize, 
And I still do it once in a while. But to not criticize and to recognize he's the most giving, patient driver I've ever met. I mean, he'll stop four feet before a crosswalk when somebody <laughs> just is on, on the curb. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but the idea of being patient, as you said, Adrian, and you said wonderfully well, uh, fabulous, Dave, about the idea of practical, actionable tips and tools. When you go to barryshaw.com, what color is your stress? The 11 strategies. These are not just ideas. These are practical, actionable practices, tips and tools. You mentioned also that what we do is we, we, give, we, we give hope, not just the ability to cope. And hope is a great acronym, of course, which of course stands for helping others progress every day. Helping others progress every day. Part of the idea for me, again, being a patient patient, the hope that I might be able to move my arm. Now, again, just put things in perspective. I can't move my foot up and down, either or either of my feet. I am they just I don't do it. I mean, from knees down, there's this no there there. I can't wiggle my toes. I can't move my foot up and down. I can't move back and forth. My hands, I can't close them and look like they're arthritic. And stuff. But I can actually move them <laughs> in a gross motor way. Wow. Now, that was had a lot to do with visualization. So am I crazy? Yes. Am I mad? Yeah. I want to make a difference in the world. So I use visualization. It took, I remember in this one particular situation, it took me, I wrote it down, it was, it was six months, um, five days and seven hours to do one particular thing. But every single day, I had hope. I remember a song when it was the movie, a Frank Sinatra movie, actually. Um, yep. Hi, oh, hope. You gotta have yeah. hope. Miles no. and miles. Um, once no. there was a silly old man. Right. Thought he'd punch was, a hole in the dam. Everybody knows was a man punch a hole in the dam. But he had high I hopes. Hope. He, he had high He had hot apple pie in the sky hopes. <laughs> because singing, dancing, I sing and dance today. Do I do it with my feet? No. Do I do it with my mind? Yes. Yes. There's, there's an amazing person. His name is Bruce Lipton. Um, may have come from the T family. Who knows? But anyway, Bruce Lipton <laughs> wrote a series of books. Uh, the, but the basic understanding that Bruce Lipton found, and it, uh, it's a medical doctor and a, and a researcher, is that it's the mind, it's your thoughts that are critical. He actually talked about the three T's. Talk about T. <laughs> the three T's. The T, three T's are toxins, trauma, and thoughts. Mm. Now, toxins are things that happen to people, like with your wonderful wife. Toxins, like me. Toxins. Hello, takes over the body. Now, how you work with that is a, a different situation. Trauma. Ah! I mean, we're talking about caregivers. People are caregiving are dealing with people with trauma. How do you deal with trauma? But he found that the most powerful of the T's thoughts. When the mind is the leader, the body will follow. The mind, your thoughts are what directs you. So you want to be a patient patient? 
I want to be a patient recipient. I want to be a patient caregiver. I want to be a patient father, a patient mother, a patient caregiver, a patient relative, a patient friend, a patient cousin. It goes on and on. Learning to be patient. Again, lose the word listen. Listen is such a powerful word. You can enlist your quiet mind, move into your silent mind. You can touch the positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant, patient essence of you. And when you do that as a care recipient, you can now learn to work with your caregiver in a much more powerful, pleasant, purposeful manner. And that's what we want. Everybody wants to live a life of purpose, of joy, of making a difference, whether you're in bed all day or you're able to move a little bit. Think, think, thank. I'd like to close with this, if I may. Both of these are great acronyms. In my humble opinion, the two most important words that anybody can use in their dictionary, in their vocabulary, and express consciously and conscientiously. I use both of those terms. Consciously and conscientiously, if you can do this three times a day, you can change your world and the world around you. And those two words are drum roll, fanfare, da 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 da. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and network kindness to harmonize and network kindness the dalai lama was quoted as saying and i read in his writings be kind whenever possible and it's always possible it always always possible. <laughs> always possible so you're going to your caregiver brings you to the the fancy place you know the coffee shop and you order your five dollar and 25 cents latte and they bring it to you thank you you order your $5.25 latte, and a couple of minutes goes by. They didn't give you. You ask your kicker. And they say, oh, we forgot. Sorry, we'll bring it. A couple of minutes go by. Same thing. Thank you. You're walking out of, the, walking out, or you're rolling out, whatever it is that you're moving out of the store. Somebody holds the door open for you. Thank you. You're going out of the store, and somebody slams the door on you, and you're in a wheelchair. Thank you. You're stuck in traffic, and you're late for an appointment, doctor's appointment, and someone cuts you off, you say, Thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. Thank you. To harmonize and network kindness consciously, conscientiously, three times a day. But here's what gets the part. Think, thank. Think stands for to harness insightful neural connections. We have 50 billion brain cells. We have a trillion synapses. They're there for more than just deciding what kind of latte you want. When you can use <laughs> your thoughts to channel your energy, and you can use listen to enlist the quiet mind and the silent mind, and the 11 strategies of living in joy daily, no matter what the circumstances the vicissitudes, you will go mad. You'll make a difference in your life, in the life of the people around you, and by definition, the life of everybody in the world. Because when you're happier and they're happier, the world becomes a better place.
Barry, the world needs you, and that's why you're here. That You just yeah. answered the very first question. Why was Barry Shore born, and why was he put on this earth? How can we get a hold of you? How can we have more joy in our, in our lives? How can we have less stress in our lives? What if we want to talk to you? What if we want those cards? What if we want your book? Yes, all of that. Book stress kills. <laughs> Joy heals. Go to www, which stands for, of course, what a wonderful world. www.barryshore.com. B A R R Y S H O R E. Barryshore.com. You will find there free. What color is your stress? Free. 11 Strategies for Living in Joy Daily. Send me email, barry at barryshore.com. Check out the videos I talked about. 94 seconds to becoming calm and aware. 55 seconds to become a joy generator. Join our list. Find out what we do because everything we do is based around being practical, actionable, tips and tools because we're here for you. The only reason I exist, as Dave pointed out, is for you. Y-O-U. E-W-E. You. <laughs> How many colors are there, Barry? One, two, three. I think there's five. It runs from black to yellow with blue, <laughs> green, and gray. <laughs> Adrian, we get yes. a hold of you by going to adrian at thecaregiverspace.org. Right. Or just go on to thecaregiverspace.org or go to Facebook, The Caregiver Space. And Dave, that's me, right. caregiverdave.com, one-stop shopping over there. It's a membership website. And we have three free gifts waiting for you at caregiverdave.com. Just take them for the asking. They're free, as Barry would say. <laughs> and with that, I mean, well, Barry, this was a leave, great before, show. Before we leave, Dave, I just yes. need to do two things. Number one is I want to give everybody a blessing, and then I want to give a big hug to you and Adrian, okay? A rabbinic blessing. How nice. Okay, so the blessing is, yes, rabbinic blessing. Blessing is for everybody. Go forth. Live the blessing. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. And here's your hug, kids. Ready? One, two, yep. three. Thank you. God bless you I all. That. God bless you, everyone, as Tiny Tim would say. Tiny Tim. See you in the next week. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like the sun will never rise Like the birds will never sing again Keep breathing Take it in and let it out Keep breathing It's gonna be okay
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.